Welcome to the underground. Turn me up, bitch! My Little Underground with Peter A. It's My Little Underground. I'm Peter A. This week on the show, we have the Janines talking up their latest album, Don't Wait for a Sign, on the legendary Slumberland Records. I asked them how they got connected with this fantastic label, how they're able to practice while living in different states, why they love playing Europe, the method behind their brief song duration. Listen, if you're going to take this album on a walk, make sure it's a 20-minute walk because Don't Wait for a Sign is a very quick album, but these songs pack a big punch. Please help me welcome the Janines to My Little Underground. Janines, welcome to My Little Underground. Glad to have you two. Thank you. Thank you, you for know, having us. You two are geographically apart. Like, who's in Ridgewood and who's in the Berkshires? I'm, I'm in uh, Ridgewood. Oh, yeah. So am I. Oh, we're, cool. we're, we're about to... I'm so, I'm so sorry about this. I really should have... I, I should have known this phone, trying to do this with this phone was going to be a disaster. Yeah, yeah, you're a real disaster. I'm a real disaster. Um, Jed's in the Berkshire, in the Ridgewood, and I also used to live in Ridgewood, and I'm in the Berkshires. I'm in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. Okay. Um, but Jed lives on Madison Street and Onderdunk, and I last lived on Woodbine and Onderdunk. But I've lived in various places in Ridgewood, and he's lived in another place in Ridgewood as well. Oh, I'm very it's close true. To there. We're we're essentially neighbors, uh, Jed. Oh, wait, wait. Are you, are you, uh, do you know Deep Cuts? Deep Cuts Records? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm pretty close to there. So, with uh, Don't Wait for a Sign, since you guys are, are apart geographically, did you have any issues recording this album? We finished this album before I moved um, okay. because this album was finished by the end of 2020, basically. And mm-hmm. it just took this long. Um, it was mastered by January 2021. It just took that long for it to get in the queue for production and for the vinyl to actually be produced because vinyl is like so delayed. Um, that's why. But I didn't move until February 2021. So it's our next album you should be worried about. Okay. So that means <laughs> it's going to be another album. That's a good sign. How do you guys uh, maneuver uh, practice in uh, living in different areas? um it's not that's not too easy uh basically hold on we don't practice very often oh that's so much better okay we don't practice very often like for our shows coming up in june in california um i'm only gonna be in new york once before then to practice um and like for our shows in europe i think uh we ended up having someone play bass with us who didn't live in New York even. So like we practiced zero times and uh, we basically used our sound checks as practice. So luckily he doesn't really need practice with drums, although he should listen more to the new songs. I practice by myself and whoever's <laughs> bass with us practices and now for the California, yeah, it's like complicated. Like each time we have to figure it out. But yeah, basically I have to come to New York if we want to practice pretty yeah. for the most part. How long are your sound checks? Not very uh, long. Yeah, I mean, the set's pretty short. So we can squeeze in half of a set in a sound check pretty easily if we want. But No, not quite. Well, how long is this? 
I mean, if in I Europe, don't, we got in Europe, we got longer sound checks because in Europe, everything is better, but yeah, the entire experience of playing shows and touring and getting paid and everything about it is better. It's embarrassing. But yeah. Is that why your songs are so short? No. <laughs> we did just uh, answer this question, didn't we? What was uh, about why the songs are so short? Um, the songs are partially so short because I had never written songs before and I just didn't understand why anyone would bother writing more than two verses. And yeah. it seemed both difficult to write more lyrics and unnecessary because the song seemed finished and then Jed who has lots of experience in music agreed and was like these songs are great as they are let's keep them short let's really lean into it so it was sort of a combination of I make them shorter sometimes it was sort of a combination of an accident and on purpose I guess yeah I actually love songs that are shorter you know just I think because like when I listen to like certain punk songs, I think it's great that like a songwriter can pack so much into yeah. uh, a short duration. And there was an artist that was on uh, My Little Underground a little while ago, while ago Buster Wolf. Uh, he's a producer. And a lot of his, uh, some of his songs on his latest EP were less than a minute with like 55 seconds. And the songs are, are full enough for me. They, they yeah. complete the package. So I think it's great that you're able to write songs in such a compact form. I also like compact car too. I don't like SUVs <laughs> and stuff like that yeah, too. So I mean, the compactness yeah. of your music. Yeah. Like Alien Land by Guided by Voices and, and Pink Flag are two models of that for me. Like Alien Lane's yeah. especially 30 second songs that are complete ideas. And contemporarily, there's Tony Molina, who we yeah. love. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah, we've exchanged emails about how we both love each other's short songs. So Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a precedent and our songs aren't the shortest of the bunch, but yes, they're quite short and people always remark on that, but I don't, I mean, as long as I'm not like specifically limiting myself for that reason, when I write songs, I don't think it's really a problem. Yeah. And it's not for me, it's, it's, it's complimentary to me. I, I love stuff like that. You know, that's yeah. why I, I, I harped on it because it's, you know, it's something that I find fascinating and, and, art, and artistic, too. And what's to say, like, what makes what is the proper song duration? There isn't one. I don't think. I mean, honestly, think? I find most songs are too long, like period, like yeah. <laughs> like four minute. Most people write like four minute songs and like very few songs that I hear need to be four minutes long. Well, your songs, your, what's that? Your other band songs are like two or three or four they're not they're rarely they're rarely ever ever they're more like three yeah sometimes two and a half sometimes two i mean my own stuff is pretty short too it's not quite as short as janine's but i lean in that direction already is there anything about music or you know song uh composition that needs to be there for you um like, like, um, give me a little more. Give us a little more. <laughs> you mean like well, parts of a song? Oh, yeah, that that too. Uh, like, do you need a guitar solo? Does it need no, to be sorry. catchy or something like not. that? Oh, it definitely has to be catchy. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, Well, the song shouldn't be boring because if it's a boring song, you haven't succeeded. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, like, I I want every single second to have something groovy going on, basically, or else I I just like, I don't even necessarily need that from other music. But for me personally, and this affects Janine's too, like, I don't, I don't trust someone to be in, like, not get bored for like a single second. So. I wanted to always have something, something going on. Yeah. Well, your bass parts often add that. Yeah. Yeah. Bass often uh, filling that role. But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't write a song with fewer than two verses and I wouldn't write a song without a chorus. Um, But other than that. Do we have any songs without choruses? Not really, but sometimes the chorus is one line or something. I know that I often, I've often been like, like poo-pooed a bridge, been like, this doesn't need a bridge. A bridge, bridge is often unnecessary. A a minority of my songs have bridges. Yes. It happens though. It happens to the best of us. You write a bridge, sometimes a bridge happens. Yeah. Well, you've added an instrumental part to a few songs. Well, there were some that needed something pacing and it didn't need another, a bridge, a bri- like a singing bridge. So you put a little thing, you know. Mm-hmm. It's probably like an artist by artist basis. But what about your own personal listening habits? Uh, you know, for your own taste, do you think mm-hmm. that a certain song or an album or an artist needs to have certain qualities to, for your, you know, no. for repetition? Okay. No. Oh, for, for our own listening? For, yeah. for other people? Alicia? No, it songs strike me and then I listen to them over and over again. Um, but they don't have one consistent quality besides there's something beguiling about them. What it depends, honestly, like it can be, it can be the chords. It can be, uh, the bass part. It can be the vocal quality. I mean, it has to have something catchy about it. Like it, it wouldn't just be someone singing like one note for four minutes, but, um, it could be. Who knows? Unlikely. <laughs> you know. But it I, mean, has, I don't know. It has a certain quality, but that might just be like an individual thing that appeals to me. I don't know. I th- the only thing that I know is like I struggle. Like if there's not, if there aren't drums on a song, like a lot, of, it has to make up for that somehow. And also, I prefer there to be real drums, but not, you know, I do love some music that doesn't have real drums, but, um, but drums are usually the, co- the, the common denominator for most of the music I love is has, it has drums. Mm. I, there's, you know, like Young Barbell Giants or something like that would be an exception or Marine Girls or something, but drums are definitely the thing. Yeah. Air drum. Slumberland Records. Uh, how'd you guys connect with this legendary label? Um... Well, I know I knew Mike from uh, I was friends with a lot of bands he put out like um, Cosmotion, Crystal Stilts and Pains of Being Pure at Heart. So I kind of got to know him through that. And he uh, he like like messaged me one day because he heard Janine's song. He's like, hey, I really love this, like the Janine stuff. And I was like, oh, you want to put out the record? And he said, yeah. And that's it. That's what happened. It's pretty simple. I have personally- <laughs> I told Alicia and she was like, yeah. what? I, of course, was thrilled and I was like shocked and I was, you know, I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. It's like really Uh, a dream for both of us to be on Slumberland. 
Yeah, and Mike is such a wonderful guy, so we're lucky. What are some of your favorite artists on the roster, both past and present? Uh, I always said is one of my favorite bands, but also on it, yeah, I mean, Cause Commotion, Crystal Stills, Pains, but my housemate. Veronica uh, Falls, were they on it? What's that? Veronica Falls, were they on it? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, what yeah. else do we like? I don't know. I have to go to their website. I always forget like what's actually been on Slumberland and I assume certain bands have. I made a um, list for myself. I could share you mine. Maybe you will have some comments. <laughs> Let's hear it. Okay. Hear it. So this is all, you know, past and present mixed together. Peel Dream Magazine, uh-huh. Mercury Girls, Wild Honey, mm-hmm. The Springfields, The Spook School, and Black Tambourine. Those are my Yeah, bands. I was going to say Black Tambourine. Well, we oh. love Black Tambourine. Oh, so I'm looking at the full roster now. It looks like Neutrals put out like an EP on there. We love Neutrals. They're on emotional response for their LPs. Um, we Which love um, we love the Eiler set. We loved the Mantles. We love them a lot. Yeah, yeah um, I can't believe we got the Mantles. Yeah, I forgot. We love Tony Molina. We love Veronica Falls. Um, what else? I mean, that's some of the real main ones there. Um, yeah. Uh, Eiler set was probably the first Slumberland band that I heard. We love Cause Commotion and we also know them. I liked that Big Troubles record when it came out. It's sort of like, I forget about it. I loved Dum Dum Girls. Jed oh. loved Chris. We love Crystal Stilts. Um, and yeah. uh, I played in a band with the Crystal Stilts guys. At, well, oh, you know, that's what I was going to say. The Vaseline show. Yeah. You were at that Vaseline. I, I filled yeah. it on drums for. I know. Did we already, did you already say this? Yeah, we trying- have a funny story where I was like in 2010, like in my, like I was, I didn't know Judd, but like we were in the same room together because I was at that show, the Vaseline's reunion. And I guess they played with Crystal Stilts. And then Judd was like filling in on drums for Crystal Stilts. Yeah, we didn't meet until like three years later. Um, but oh, and then the last one I would say is I love the Ghost Sailor album, which is like, um, for some reason, it's like a lesser known like Rose Melberg thing because like, um, like for instance, Spotify doesn't have the Ghost Sailor record on there, but like I think it's a really perfect indie pop record that is like super poppy but not without like teeth which some indie pop certainly is just sort of like doesn't have teeth so boring your your facial expression alicia just summed it up perfectly absolutely thank you <laughs> of course remember... I all, the, all the uh circle jerks records on slamberland too a lot of yeah. i forgot about that well, i didn't know that wow no. he's joking <laughs> well you know what you never know these days you know oh, no. uh, and you can't make jokes to strangers. Well, you know, Shit. maybe maybe Slumberland is trying to get into the punk sphere. You know, we don't know. We don't know their business practices, right? Mike Mike had a band called Hard Left that was a uh, that was a bunch of years ago. But anyway, oh, yeah. what were you going to say? Oh no, I was going to ask. Um, do you guys remember the the Fortuna Pop Continental Drift um, compilation that Slumberland put out? Yes, twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. So good. I love that. I, felt, I, I don't think I've heard that since then, actually. That's good. Thanks for reminding me of that. Yeah. So it's it's very tight, too. I think it's like only eight songs on it. It's uh, very good. 
two songs per band. To, I never listen to music, so I forget. <laughs> I really don't. I never put on music. <laughs> I mean, it's not like you know. I know. What's your audio I listening still habits? Forget then? about certain things. What's that? What are your audio listening habits then? When you guys are on tour, driving uh, to different shows, what do you, do you put on podcasts or what? We I don't just, really go on tour, driving to different shows. Yeah, I did. We did um, when we were in uh, when we were driving from LA. I demanded that we play Babylon Sisters by Steely Dan because I felt like driving on one hundred and one listening to that song seemed like some sort of cinematic experience that I had to have once in my life. So there was that. Mm. Okay. I don't know. I mean, in the car, I always, I feel like on the, on one of our tours, I kept playing um, Exile in Guyville by Liz Fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Now I like, I have a lot of, I use Spotify, which is terrible, but like they know me really well now, which is also terrible. And I yeah, just, I, that shit. I like, I like, I like, I have a list of liked songs and then I can make radios out of those and I get introduced to new music like that way which is like really easy um but I recognize it's like actively bad but it's also just doesn't even have that much music compared to many many other places yeah but I just found this new band which is not new and like half the album is good and it's called like Peggy Sue and it's like good and I had never heard of them Buddy Holly oh right yeah not even (laughs) It just <laughs> what you said Peggy Sue so I just said Buddy Holly that's not even really a proper joke that's just you said a thing and I said a thing that reminded me of it oh you know I, I, back to Liz Fair I heard a Supernova at the gym once which was you heard uh, what Supernova oh I'm Liz like Fair. Oh. yeah it was uh I was like why they play? this is so weird and they play Veronica uh Veruca Salt too I'm like in the gym I didn't yeah. think they would play this in the gym, you know? Oh, Usually, well, well at, I know now at, like, Planet Fitness, they have an app where you can, re- like, put put on songs, like, like a jukebox. I haven't, so I don't know if they have that, but. Like, that you can, that, that they blast over the intercom? Yes. Wow. I haven't done it, but. Wait, wait really? Yes. That seems like, a, that seems like it could cause problems. I mean, I'm a big nerd. I, I walk in. I don't go to the gym unless my playlist for the my workout is set and yeah. done. Like, I don't even leave unless the songs are right. You know, that's how I am. So um, I want to talk about. I know. Yeah. Listen to what's that? No, go ahead. You go. You go ahead, Jed. I, I, I do listen to music when it sometimes, but it's pretty much always just Black Sabbath. That's okay. pretty much that's what, what I album. To. What Sabbath album? uh sabbath, sabbath bloody sabbath or you know the first and second ones and any of the first four really oh yeah yeah volume four is my favorite i found that yeah. original uh copy of volume four at deep cuts actually yeah sounds great oh, wow. yeah for a good price too i also i also don't buy records <laughs> oh man what are you doing Jeb? I, i'm a terrible music person you're a terrible music person yeah and you guys I, have I, records I, out too spend so much time like in front of a computer like recording music i just you know yeah like i i make podcasts and i work in podcasting and i still love to listen to podcasts too but you know well, i, I don't know it. what it is then i don't know i just forget that like it's a thing that people do to put on music while they're doing something and then when i do it i'm like oh yeah this is nice and then i just what do you do when you're walking uh podcasts when i'm walking because i want to have something that's like really 
taking like making me forget I'm exercising if I'm doing like an exercise walk what if you're walking to the space um that just I don't put on anything when I'm walking to the space listen to the birds you know the they have plenty of, of things to say that we don't listen that's the thing I know we don't listen to the birds you know yeah. why though it's because they're not real oh that's wow that's right <laughs> yeah, I, I thought forgot. it was because they're boring <laughs> No, I think the birds by maybe, my window are very exciting. Maybe because yeah. they're Trump supporters. Uh, <laughs> what? There were tons of birds What's at the Capitol on January 6th, so yeah. <laughs> that joke, but I don't get the... <laughs> I'm just saying weird things about birds. Yeah, okay, damn. That's the entire joke. It's not really a joke. Outside my window. Yeah. You have what? Pigeon, a pole pigeon colony. Oh, that's right. You do. I hear them constantly all day long. I love them. I There's like a bunch of pigeons that hang out at the Long Island Railroad. That's where I see a lot of pigeons just yeah, you know, waiting sense. for the train. Yeah. Well, um, I want to talk a about lot of commuter pigeons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. With, uh, you know, messages on their on their on their feet. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I think those are carrier pigeons, Alicia. There you go. There yeah, you go. but they're taking the Long Island Railroad. Yeah, to Long Beach. Yeah. What were you um, going to say? Oh, I was going to ask about uh, the titular track of your new album. Um, I think the the chorus of the song has been in my head and it's kind of like a mantra to me, you know, wash away your worry lines, you know, you still have a lot of time. I love that. It's powerful stuff. So is this, is this the messaging of this song or is it for you, you two to get the optimism out of you or for the listener to remain or obtain some optimism? I wasn't thinking about I wasn't thinking about the listeners at all. I was thinking about myself and my close friends. Yeah. That the funny thing, I I don't, you know, bloviate about lyrics too often. Um, but um I was thinking about that recently, that song, and I was like, that's kind of a a perfect illustration about the way in which me and Alicia are really different, where I'm a person who will will always, I will not take action. I will wait for the sign. And Alicia's kind of the opposite where she's just, you know, much more uh, action oriented. Yeah, but like, it's more, that part's less important. The part that's important is like myself and you and a couple other of our friends have been like, it's too late. Like I can't do this or I can't do that in my life. Yeah. And it's sort of like reassuring both myself and like the people I love that like, you know, whether or not it's true that like you still have more time, it's not too late. You can yeah. still you can still do the thing that you're talking about, like you feel like you missed your chance. I have to say this like- album is very walk friendly. I took oh, this when good. it came out last week, I took a nice walk and well, one, it's only a 20 minute album, right? So it's <laughs> It's just it's perfect, you know. One. You get to yeah. your destination, and, and you're already starting over. You're, you're already on track three again. It's like a time through. So, right. <laughs> uh, the, I think about the amount of like recording I did and mixing, like the hours I spent doing it for like a twenty minute, like twenty minutes. It all came down to twenty minutes. I'm like, <laughs> not a lot, not a lot of value for my uh, labor hours there. Now imagine if you were a metal band making seven, eight minute songs. And you yeah. Imagine all that time, you know. Pivot time, Alicia. Pivot yeah. to pivot, pivot to metal. Yeah. Um, okay. I know earlier on you guys said you love playing Europe. So how was the Madrid Pop Fest? What was that like? It was awesome. It was fun. 
Um, it might have been the biggest venue we've ever played. And oh, yeah. um, we were just treated really well. Um, yeah. Someone was selling our merchandise for us. And what? Yeah, yeah, well, that's definitely, that's not, yeah, that's definitely something that happens there. But also, like. Uh, and there was food, like, there was a whole, like, balcony area for the artists with free alcohol and food. Yep. And um, and then we were paid like hundreds of dollars. Um, yeah. And I, yeah. <laughs> I walked in and like a bunch of people were waiting to buy other albums by my other things. And I sold out all of them in like a minute. And they wanted us to. It was like a full, like a not, it was a constant ego stroke. It was a little yeah. much. People wanted us to take selfies with them and sign the records. Like, yeah. It was really bizarre, but flattering. Um, yeah, it's, it's nice. And then Paris was like less so because it was just a smaller thing, but it was still really lovely. That we had nice. like a father and son come and like uh, the son was like 10 or 11 or 12 and they were like, we're huge fans. And um, <laughs> the people who put on both the shows were like really lovely people, like we just felt really lucky that, you know, like it was a stressful thing to plan in some ways, but we felt really happy to be there. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Janine's um, plug away. This is your plug time. Share people the record, where to buy it, stream it, steal it, whatever. Oh, well, um, we prefer that you buy the record on Slumberland Records website or our band camp, um, but you can also buy it elsewhere, I'm sure. You can also buy it in many records, smaller record stores. Um, you can stream it wherever streaming is available, I believe. Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal. Uh, I'm good. Whatever I'm forgetting right now. Um, it's definitely you- at Amoeba. <laughs> Yeah, really? yeah. It's probably at Rough Trade. I know they've tweeted yeah, about okay. us. Um, and then smaller record shops, I hope. Yeah, just go online and, and go to our band camp and find that out and and at least give it a give it a whirl. It'll only take you 20 minutes. If you don't like it, you can write me personally and I will buy it back from you and I will apologize. I'll make a video. No, of- oh don't no, do don't do that. Don't listen I'm to so sorry. <laughs> don't listen. Like- no, no listen to Jed, don't listen That's to this part of the podcast. No, I'll edit it out. 